me do my thing, then repeat. That's a flex. I love all my dogs. I can't do no vet. I drip all the time. I'ma leave a miss. I made up my mind. I can't shoot for less. Watch me do my thing, then repeat. That's a flex. I love all my dogs. We back in action. Checked in. We swagged out. You know what we about. Yeah. We got my boy Arturo on the set. Hey. My boy Arthur. <laughs> we got my boy Drastic King. King. What's happening? What's happening? AKA Malik Nichols. King. We got that dude. Paul. Josh. Stop, Stop it. <clears throat> he is indeed that dude. No. Regular guy. Look, he is dope. The most he, interesting he man God. in America. Mr. Dostek is USA. <laughs> You know what's up, man. So we here today. I'm not trying to rhyme, by the way. Uh, we talking football, man. For so Jackson State, they did it today, man. Shout out to Coach Prime. Yeah, I love. Swag champions. Was he still in the wheelchair? Scooter. Yeah, but uh, scooter. I believe so. Motorized vehicle. Yeah. After complications from that foot surgery, man. Doing so. too much. Well wishes. But um, they did their thing today, and um, they swag champions. So um, we gonna bring up a discussion earlier. Um, we were discussing the swag, man, and what Jackson State can do if they continue to win. We mentioned that loss against uh, Louisiana Monroe, I believe, mm-hmm. early in the season where they lost, I believe, nine to seven. Yeah. Um, they scored the only touchdown of the game, but they lost. Um, via three field goals by Louisiana Monroe. But I only mention that to say um, Jackson State would need to go undefeated um, probably multiple years to um, move into a different conference and kind of excel to where we can be in a bigger stage and a bigger light, what Coach Prime is trying to do. As we see multiple big names and um, former NFL Stars are taking these HBCU jobs to kind of shine a light on these athletes who don't get the light shine on them um, and uh, get recruits of those three stars plus to kind of come to these HBCUs. But let's talk JSU and what that win means for them today and um, where you think they can go. Care to comment there, Dress? Uh, yeah, um, well, first, <clears throat> I definitely disagree with the whole notion of moving to a different conference. Um, and the reason being is because I feel like if you could be a prominent uh, program, you know, in whichever conference you're in, um, you know, especially with a coach like Dion, uh, the type of, you know, players and recruits he's bringing in, why move somewhere else when you can just expand on that conference itself? You know what I'm saying? Bring more, uh, you know, views, bring more, Awareness to the programs, to the to the conference itself, keep the HBCU uh, nucleus the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to jump into somebody else, because I think the whole plan is to bring or shed light on the swag itself, not necessarily say, "Hey, we're good enough to be amongst y'all." Like I think, and you know, it get deeper than that. But just in that mentality itself, instead of always trying to run to where they at, let's bring the attention that they get, you know, to where we at right now. So. Just to speak on that, but um, <clears throat> and it ties into Dion too. 
I think as long as he stays the head coach, and I, I do believe like he he really wants to be here. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily like I'm trying to show like wherever I go, I can win. But to do it in the sweat, to do it at Jackson State, and then to also uh, be the impact that he is as much as far as the program itself and the swag in general. Uh, you know, I feel like he can, especially you said like go undefeated for like a, a few seasons or whatever. Or whatever. Players that's coming out of high school going to see that and say, hey, you know, I want to go play for him. You know, I want to go play in that conference because they're getting the same amount of talent. They're getting the same amount of shine. That's going to bring, you know, NFL notoriety, beauty players and stuff like that because you don't just walk in and just, you know, beat niggas with just subpar talent. Like these cats can play. They just got to get the recognition that, a, you know, a USC or Alabama or, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, somebody like that would get. So, you know, that's just my whole <clears throat> thought on that. But. I don't know. Is that impossible they can get in that uh don't they got like a D one double A playoff system? Uh yeah, like yep. with like North Dakota yep. State and stuff like that. Yep. Uh-huh. The MCS uh championship. Yep. But that's they're not even in that. They not because it's only just the swag and then yeah. once they win the swag, whoever win that, they, they go die. to that. But fam, you was in it. They lost in the first round though. Yeah. So how could you get the the champion? That would just have to be more so like a invitation from who, whoever's in charge of that To incorporate Say whoever wins The SWAG championship Or wins the conference Or something like that You know what I'm saying And give them the Invitation to be able To play a part of the uh, Playoff system So that's how that would have to work That would have to be Something that comes from them If I'm mistaken But Um <coughs> Cause I d- Go ahead Josh Cause you got like That defense You probably got like Three guys can play in the league Right now Number 41 Yeah I wanna say 45 And 40 If I'm not mistaken Right now, I can play. He got more because his son, but them three, yeah, they ball. They ball. Um, to go back to some of the points Malik made about um, Jackson State kind of standing the swag and kind of bringing that notoriety to the swag. Um, I'm a slightly disagree to that point, even though I do agree that that notoriety would be big for that conference in general and kind of. Continue to bring that spotlight on the conference in general, not on the Jackson State, but I believe that every program goal should be to get to the biggest spotlight that you can possibly get to and to put yourself on the biggest stage that you can probably get on. So let's just hypothetically say Jackson State, Deion Sanders stays five years minimum or maximum. And they went out three years in a row after this. And they get an invitation to go to a major FBS school or, or, or conference. I think it would be foolish for them to not accept if they can get on the stage to where they can play in that championship like North Dakota that you spoke on or those that different division because – I think North Dakota is in a um, a better um, division than uh, Jackson State is, if I'm not correct. Is that correct? Cause see, I, I don't I don't know where the swag like. Cause I know it, at one point it used to be you had your Division One, uh, then you had like your Division One AA, then you would go to Division Two. But I don't know as far as FCS where they where the swag falls into that. Cause I know North Dakota State is a part of FCS too, so I don't know how they necessarily break that up to where. <coughs> They don't fall in it. Because I know the way they also rank your 
uh, college based on the coverage you're in is the attendance level of your school, like based on the amount of people enrolled in your school. That that also incorporates on whether or not you consider like a a Power Five or a uh, Division One type, you know, type type program is is based on that. So uh, the enrollment plays a huge factor in that too. So like with Jackson State going to a different conference, they will also have to expand as a college itself to be able to right. yeah to be able to bring in. Uh, more students and stuff like that. So absolutely. So I think to the point that that uh, that's great information because to the point that I was making about Jackson State getting in a bigger spotlight, if they were to get an invitation to move to a, another conference, that would mean that Dion is being successful. He's getting the level of recruits and the level of attention that he's he deserves, and and that. Puts that spotlight on them, because um, if he continues to win, it'll be even more spotlight on them. And also, um, this uh, withstanding he stays five years of uh, maximum or minimum, give or take. And um, if they were to move, that means they would generate more money, more revenue, more expansion, because uh, all of that, all of those things, pretty much tie in together to what you know. The revenue they would generate because we've seen this year Jackson State has reached record amounts of attendance right. in the Veteran Memorial Stadium in three Pacific games, which was homecoming game, um, Alcorn Jackson mm-hmm. State game, the Capital City Classic, and probably we'll get another update after this previous game of the Swag Championship. It won number like 50 something. 50. We, which is extremely high And it's a reason why they <laughs> Chose to have the game Here because yeah. They knew that we could um, Accommodate Accommodate yeah. the level of attendance necessary To generate that amount of revenue So just imagine if Jackson State Get an invitation to join the MEAC Or you know yeah. one of these Bottom tier schools and kids Continue to stand like you know to your point Jackson State would still be a HBCU True, like you know, at its core, regardless of how far they excel, you still at HBCU. So you know, what 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 do you say to like kind of that? Um, you know, to your point, like saying like stay in a sweat. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I guess I would agree if we just talking specifically Jackson State. But if I'm looking, if I'm looking at bigger picture, like. It's not just about Jackson State. It's about the whole uh, conference itself. And you don't want to take away the potential for the conference to grow just based on one. And I, and I know, like, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a program, you got to look out for yourself as well. But as a conference, if and then this is me speaking based on what Dion has said. So I'm not just saying, like, I want Jackson State not to thrive on its own. You know what I mean? Like, I do. I'm just speaking on what he said as far as that. You take away all that talent from the, from the sweat, and say you put it in the meat or something like that. Okay, you pretty much sit. I won't say sit back in a major way, but you do push back the sweat a decent amount because you took away the program that was bringing shine to that took, conference. Yeah, took away the spotlight to bring in more recruits, not just for Jackson State, but for Alcorn, for you know anybody, you know Grambling, you know anybody like uh, you would want. The HBCUs to get that same type of talent, that same type of notoriety, that same type of 
scouts to come from the NFL and view these players because we've seen. I mean, it's proof in the NFL itself. Like, look at look at the amount of players that come from these big schools and stuff like that. And then look at the amount of players. Like it, like it was staggering to me that half the league is undrafted and come from these small schools. You know what I'm saying? But all we see is the big running back from Alabama or wide receiver from Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. So <clears throat> to me, it would be more important for them to stay in their conference to help the conference grow rather than giving give a team to a conference that's already got more opportunity than we have and just making them better. I would, and they I would don't even say that it's business-wise, it's about uh, timing. Like, mm-hmm. um, if we can bring in uh, more coaches, more big-name coaches, or just former players, former Hall of Fame players to the SWAC, and then maybe they can probably focus on, you know, bringing the SWAC up as a whole. Right. But if it, if you can't do that before he gets a well Jackson State gets a invitation to go to a bigger league, then I would say take that uh, take that opportunity. For sure. Honestly, they've got to do what's best for you at the end of the day. Yeah. So how long you think he should wait to do it then? If you're gonna put it that way, because right yeah. now you got Eddie George at Tennessee State. Of course, you got Dion, and I think it's another coach somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah, they was uh, reporting. Uh, and another coaching hire before this season, but it, it could possibly come up again about Marshall Falk yeah. taking that job at Southern yeah. Baton Rouge. So um, it's definitely some opportunities out there. And I know um, these former players are also seizing that opportunity as well to kind of land those jobs. I hope so. It lose them um, as far as being on, on that level of these unproven um, Caucasian coaches kind of getting opportunities out of nowhere and not really being proven. True, right. True. So, like in the instance of Deion Sanders, um, he's already being mentioned in different, you know, buzz about different hires. Mm-hmm. I know he was mentioned in the Florida State uh, co- opening uh, coaching yeah, gig. Oklahoma. He was a Oklahoma. right Oklahoma yeah. and USC before uh, Lincoln Riley yeah, accepted Lincoln Riley. the job. Yeah. Um, and things of that nature. So it's also going to be a great opportunity for these former players who believe that they're coach-worthy to kind of seize opportunities at these HBCUs as well. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, if you think about it. Um, But let's segue here to uh, good old SEC football today, man, and the college football playoff. It's interesting, man. I want to talk about first and foremost, Ole Miss. Yep, yep. <laughs> and what they've accomplished this Hotty season. Tiny. Um, we heard that uh, Lane Kiffin has renewed his contract and up re-upped on his contract. True. So to say, so he's staying home. His name has been mentioned in the Oklahoma coaching hire. And some of these other big name jobs that's been kind of dangling out here, <laughs> but um, he decided to stay at Ole Miss, Oxford, Mississippi, where he has made an impact. We know what he can do. He's uh, a young offensive coach who has had his share of uh, multiple opportunities over the years. A lot. Yeah, a lot. He's still very young. Because he started coaching at 16. 
It seems like. Uh, <laughs> at a very young age, Al Davis gave him a chance, and he was probably one of the young, youngest coaches in NFL history. And he segued that into multiple other jobs over the years. You're from the same sure you, uh, I can't say that. He because is. he only he I mean he definitely coached at Alabama but I don't mean like I, I apologize I don't mean like necessarily like saving made him I'm just saying I know he came from I don't think a, he originated from state yeah but right I, right right yeah. I think he was but like a USC. young coach on the uh, Oakland Raiders yeah. staff yeah I remember that time, maybe I remember that I'm just, I, I, just I know you know. probably know better he than me he was on Oakland. But he went under Nick Saban. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Was, so when was, he very first got his very first job in Oakland, he was on that staff, yeah, correct? He was on the staff. And he was just like a young butt, wet behind the ears. And Al Davis was like, "Hey, I like him. Yeah. You're the coach. Smoke weed, talk shit, <laughs> like Lane Kiffin." Yeah, I was just talking about from a, uh, from like the collegiate. Did he do, was he anywhere else before Saban? Yes, absolutely. You know, he he was a uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I thought. No, I'm saying I thought he went. From saving to Tennessee and then back to saving. No, no, no sir, no, no, no sir. Because huh. he was he was at USC and Tennessee before. Okay, being okay. the yeah. offensive coordinator because he, he took the job after right Steve Sarkeesian. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. got the job. Yeah. I thought. See, job. okay, I thought he had like initially like at a young like when he first first started. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't originate. Okay, under saving and, and his role on uh, the Oakland staff, I definitely don't remember. It was it's, it's beyond me. Anyway, Ole Miss. Had one of his better seasons in quite some time. They um uh, kind of wet the bed, so to say. True. I mean, a one loss against Alabama, we're not gonna pretty much write home about that. I don't care what Ole Miss has going on. Um, they weren't beating Alabama. Yeah, we were. We could have. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, we went forward on fourth down <laughs> too many times. Hey, let, let's no, let's sir. see that near hut. Yes, near yeah, there, what's there. the other other loss? A and M? No, Auburn. We fold like clothes. Listen to me. We fold up. You can never undermine Auburn at Auburn, no, no matter no. who's the team. Yeah. Nobody. That's Top right. four in the playoff could lose to Auburn. No, sir. Look, as much as I agree, I mean, I do agree, Auburn is a tough place to put in. But I'm not about to sit here and make it sound like Death Valley or make it sound it's like not, a but, swamp. I mean, but how? Death Valley or oh, swamp. Oh, 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 but when look, you go there. You know when you go to the swamp or something. I would agree with this, right? The atmosphere. What? That, oh, yeah, put, that, it's not like Death Valley. The, no, the, no, the atmosphere is different at LSU in Florida. But when you I, go to Auburn. But the players. But no. But this is my thing. With LSU, Death Valley is true enough. But it's, it's really more so when it's at night. Right. <laughs> Death Valley at Death, night. Death Valley at night. That's a different monster. <laughs> James Shout out to James. That. <laughs> James. That's a different monster. That. I'd have right. seen it. You know, me being a Gator fan and watching us compete with LSU every year. Like, at night, I don't care how bad. Like, I don't care the record. LSU at night. It's different. If we got a two thirty slot against them, I'm feeling good. Yeah, yep. see, a nine o'clock. Nah, we ain't no win. It's like <laughs> we, we gonna choke or they gonna beat us. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, in, in okay, so in terms of uh, Auburn from a talent standpoint, how much of a gap do you think it is as a team constructed on both sides between y'all and Auburn? Offense side be better. No, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, just from a talent standpoint, do you think y'all just head and shoulders above them as a as a team, talent wise? Like yeah. just that much better than them. Yep. 
Oh, I, I think yep. I don't. That's I I, I disagree slightly, but I don't, I'm not saying like y'all tip for take. I'm just saying that I think. Excuse me. I think from a talent standpoint, and then you factor in them being at home, like Auburn isn't trash. Auburn actually has a good team. Like as for a talent, I'm not saying they. We can get into the debate of the well coached and all the you know the X's and the O's, but I'm just saying from a talent standpoint, they do have players on that team. So it ain't like you know what I'm saying like it, it is the SEC. I know people get tired of hearing it, but on any given Saturday, you can lose. You can lose. We agree. Yeah. Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt got players too. That's what I'm saying. Go look in the NFL and see how many players from Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, SEC got talent. Like, period. So I mean, but I say this: when you start. Digging in deep into talent. That's why I start separating things because when the talent level is equal on certain aspects, like the mid tier teams in the SEC, I start looking at other specifics like um, quarterback play, coaching. That's when those things like like from like to your point, talent is is key. But to Ole Miss to go into Auburn and lose that football game, I agree with you. The talent levels are comparable. But when I look at the quarterback play, uh, uh, Matt Corral that is in the Heisman Fetch. race, I expect Ole Miss to win that football game, no doubt. When thing, uh, when uh, all things being equal, I start looking at other things. I start looking at coaching. I start looking at quarterback play. Like who has the better quarterback? Who has the better coach? If all things are equal on both sides of the football, uh, it's Ole Miss. True, in my opinion. True, I agree. But Lane Kiffin to me got out coached too. It's not like it's Mahomes versus Joy Love himself. To be honest, I, yeah, I, I would say that more so. Yeah, but it's not like it's it was Mahomes versus Joy Love. Like, don't I, I totally agree. Ole Miss got the the better quarterback for so, but Auburn's quarterback ain't just poo poo the hill. I mean, like the man, he reminds me of a slightly more athletic Jenna Manziel, and I know. Like just slightly more. I'm not saying he was like he 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 takes the same risk that Jenny Manziel did. If you look at his playmaking ability, same shit. I think in college, obviously Manziel was better, but I mean, this same quarterback was kind of in the bubble of potentially being a you know having having candidate before the season started. You know, uh, you know, talked about as one of the better playmaking quarterbacks in 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 college football. So I mean, it's not like they just had some shit at quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I just think like. Ole Miss being where they were at record wise and what they were doing, felt like they were just gonna walk in. You know what I'm saying? One of those type of games where they kind of not—I wouldn't say overlooked Auburn, but try to be too cute. They was definitely smelling themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Auburn said, "Look, we are Auburn. It ain't like you, you playing against, you know." Right. So I would say that um, the way it shaped out, I truly believe that. We're just not – we wasn't ready for those big games. I I say one or two years down the road we will be, but right now we, we're just not ready for those big games. We're not ready for Alabama, uh, a Georgia, or Auburn because you playing Auburn, it's a big game regardless. Yes. Regard, they can go one and seven or yeah. whatever. Right Facts. It's agree. a big game when you go yes. see them. Yes. So, so let me let me add – Let yet. me bring this back to uh, Josh and Arthur because – We've had conversations, Josh, you know, multiple times, me and you in Detroit, about uh, Ole Miss. 
and Lane Kiffin. And it was very interesting. Uh, Malik, I know you'll be interested to know in our discussion, um, Josh, that we discussed Lane Kiffin. He's a chip off. Well, he's not a chip off the old block. His coat, well, his father, Monty Kiffin, is right. universally known as probably one of the top defensive minds in NFL history. Um, and, like, kind of spearheading that cover two Tampa yeah. two defense along with Tony, Tony Dungy right. in those uh, early 2000s. Right. And for his son to be an offensive genius and his father to be somewhat of a defensive genius is mind-boggling to me. Um and we know in the SEC that normally the teams that come out of the SEC and emerge are those who can kind of hang their hats on their defensive side of the football. And we discuss Ole Miss and its lack of defense. Terrible. And I, and it's it's shocking to me. Like, why does Lane Kiffin's defenses not perform better? And I know on multiple occasions, and I'm not mis- I don't know if this season if his Father is on the staff. He normally is wherever he's gone. So yeah, I, he's, he he was in a consulting role. Okay, so, yeah. so that's that's a big enough role for he pretty much telling them like, hey, y'all should be doing X, Y, and Z. Kind of like similar to the Cal Shanahan in San Francisco in the NFL type version. Like his father is probably in the background saying, hey, son, I think X, you should be you know kind of consultant. So why is it that you think? Um, Lane Kiffin's defenses universally over the course of his career has not been up to snuff. And um, <laughs> how do you believe that that's going to affect Ole Miss down the road? Because I expect Ole Miss to kind of win around about nine or ten games a year uh, with Lane Kiffin. Um, I'm, I'm, I, that's, that's too generous. I'm going to say about – I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna say seven to ten. You're doing too much. Uh, you, you're not I'm not saying nine, man. We just won ten. <laughs> yes, you just I think this was a great year, but I still have to fast. Y'all do kind of history. Up, y'all, yeah, y'all do kind of go up and down. Well, like, good football case. So I'm, right, I'm gonna be so nice. Th- I'm gonna say seven to ten wins. This so, but you know opinion. that defense, Josh. So what? What do you believe? The problem is we don't have no hitters. Like, don't get me wrong. We got a couple of guys that can play, but he ain't recruiting defense. Point blank. We not. If we get a defense, imagine we we probably undefeated right now if we had a defense. Oh, definitely. Top five, easy. Yeah. We'd be undefeated. We would play Georgia. Now, I ain't going to tell you the outcome. <laughs> we would play Georgia if they had a defense. Think about last year, they was trash. They just on top of the trash can right now. <laughs> so, so we had a defense, like, and we had that land sharp defense with that offense. We'd be undefeated. Oh boy, the same way. Who? Lincoln Riley. On the way away. The offense good. Defense Offense of genius. And go look at Oklahoma history. Oh, they yeah, always but put B- up B12 ain't, Yeah, but, but B12 no, 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 no. Go good. look at his numbers as a head coach at Oklahoma. He is historically Yeah, he was like bad. Um Did you say the same thing about him? Nah, if if you rank 18 as opposed to dead last in college football, nah, it's not the same. Bro, I mean, they was like uh, Dog, go look at where they were ranked in the past three three seasons defensively. I, I agree it's with terrible. you. Terrible, but the Big Twelve is known. Yeah, but for dog, a high power offense. You're not no supposed to be one of the. But you're not you probably, you're not supposed to be in the top ten, top fifteen worst defenses every year. I, hey, when you when you watch <laughs> Look, Big when Twelve play every your year, offense, when your like, offense is just that good, right, like, yeah, I get it. But come is, on, bro. Explosive. No, and I, if you notice, I, I'm not a fan of Big. I am a fan of, them, but 
I'm of course I'm SEC. Yeah. But if you watch the Big Twelve when they play in um, bowl games, like they don't give up the same amount of points they do in the regular season. I get that, but I'm, I'm so, this, this is my thing, and, and I'm not saying that to criticize Lincoln at all. I, I'm definitely not doing that. I'm just saying if we say that about Lane Kiffin, like. The difference well, is the difference is one. Like I guarantee, Lincoln Riley had drafted. I mean, had got a, a defensive player in the draft in the draft in the first yeah. round. Okay, then that's different. Have y'all? I mean, we had. Not, I'm not. I'm not saying first round, but I mean, who's freeze had, but not. Uh, no, I'm saying, but y'all, y'all, y'all get players to the NFL though. Any first round picks? I, I understand it, but it's hard to stick out as a first round pick in the conference in which you in. No, as a it ain't. All right, ain't. if you if you get them. No, I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm saying so. I'm saying it's easy for, in my opinion. It's easy for uh, a player to dominate in a conference not necessarily known for defense than it is to be in a conference of great defenses where like everybody, damn near every team got first, yeah, five star and first round draft picks on the defensive side. Uh Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you this. So you could be a first round talent, but you may not be a a necessity for the team because there's other players that can go before you. That teams may need, and you may fall to like a second round. Coach That's not a, no nah, moves teams. Hey, well, real, real quick, it, it's it's pretty subject. It's pretty real subjective here, guys, because uh, you kind of got to factor in a. It's a lot of mitigating factors into kind of like you guys is perspectives because it's it's it, and it's great and it's also correct. But neither none of you guys are wrong because to to Malik's point. Is correct that uh, maybe like a very good to average D tackle at Ole Miss would not get drafted over a very good to average D tackle at Alabama. That's just plain and simple. But to your point, you also correct because a very good to average DB or safety at Alabama would not get drafted over a very good to average DB. At Oklahoma, because they kind of evaluate those guys different. Because you're gonna evaluate a ball hawk where they throw the ball all day in the Big Twelve. Well, that, that's not my that debate, though. Twelve interceptions over a guy in Alabama that got five. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not saying because of. A, I'm not saying because a player played at an SEC school, and a player played at like say like Oklahoma, or Texas, somebody did. The player at the SEC school and get drafted first just because of where he went. I'm not saying that. Yeah, obviously, if this guy. Talent is better, and he he's be, he's made better plays during the season. Overall, as as what the position requires, he's outperformed X player at the highest level. I get that. I'm not debating that. I'm just saying, like, if <clears throat> my whole point was just comparing, I, I wouldn't even comparing the two coaches. Oh, wait, 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 wait real quick, saying, you was why, pretty much saying we criticizing Lane Kiffin defense it, it, and yeah, not, it's not it's not yeah it's not even at, it's at not even time, man, it's, it's not even asking it's why the man's second year and. At Ole Miss, he just right. completed his second season here. Right, and, and give it time to get some. And I say, I say one one small thing. Lincoln Riley has shown me that he's a better overall coach than Lane Kiffin so far, because uh, to have, uh, I mean, you can you can argue me you can argue me back, but. Uh, Lane Kiffin, through his tenure in college football, hasn't had a, a number one overall pick at quarterback. So that means Lane Lincoln Riley has shown me that he is highly, highly valuable as far as development of a quarterback because he has two Heisman winners on his resume and 
two number one overall picks one on his resume. You just take that's just hard to argue. And I and I'm not I'm trying not to be biased, and I'm not, I don't think I'm being biased in it because I love Baker Mayfield. I didn't like him in college, but I love him because he played for my Browns. But that's hard to argue. And then he's been seen as an offensive whiz. I don't know. I, I, we can pretty much argue on whose offensive it's genius is better. Miss, but as though. far as defense is concerned, th- that's a conference thing. Like, it'll be hard for me to say that Lincoln Riley's USC defense is going to be as bad as those Oklahoma defenses because he's going to recruit a different style of player uh, in that, yeah, like, I, from I that state and from, like, like he's gonna get a wealth of great players on both sides of the ball, and into that argument, like we talked about, like those five star programs who was kind of dipped, Josh, and and once you land that coach, I don't like, know, man. I know, like USC is probably about to go back to prominence within. within I, I expect USC to be in the college football playoff. If it stays the four, there's a hypothetical say within like the next three years. Easy. I, I don't know. I would I would assume that he I, would continue to draft the players that made him successful at Oklahoma. Cause you see, see he just flipped like, that uh five star quarterback. I don't think he's just gonna say, okay, I'm in a new college, a new state. Let's let's draft a whole bunch of, you know, good defensive players or whatever. I think he's gonna go out there go out go out to a good quarterback, some great receivers. But but I mean not even that Malik can, like these guys could probably can attest to kind of like the 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 like the level of talent that's in California is just different than the level of talent in Oklahoma. Like once you get into like I mean that was getting Texas player though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he wasn't getting yeah. all his talent just from Oklahoma. No, nah, you getting I mean, Texas, you getting Louisiana though. Like just in the South. Yeah, he was still hitting the South. Just like now, he got and then all those schools <laughs> in the in the Midwest that just strictly football. Like, yeah, right. He he still gonna get recruited. Texas, Texas got talent, he dog. Texas one of the top three as far as just talent pool. Yeah, I agree with you yeah. guys. Man, but look, <laughs> he gonna get you em. put Texas with this good southern talent or good Oklahoma with this so called good southern talent they get from Texas. Now, if he's against one of these SEC schools, they getting blown out. The water. I mean, want to know why? Because the all these good. great players from Texas that you think they getting, they going somewhere else. Because you want to know why? <laughs> you want to know why? <laughs> why you want to know why Texas defenses and Texas hasn't done anything over the past five plus years, or Oklahoma defenses is routinely trash? That's because those great players in those states they going to LSU. They going to Alabama. One, Am I wrong? No, so you're, not. Trash? you're not. You're not argue that, but yeah. it's, the, it's the conference, man. Big Twelve conference is is not. Just, I, no, I'm not even gonna say them guys can ball though. It's them, yeah, ball, I, them guys, I'm not even gonna say this. But, but yeah, just, like they got they got players they got now. Players, like it, come on, bro. I do agree. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they got, got some players. dogs over there. I'm, I got them. But you do make a valid point when it's just Big Twelve suck. Yeah, as far as defense, I definitely agree. Like to me, Lincoln is the better mind, like offensive mind. I guess I made the face when you said it overall because I'm like, he ain't really shown me defensively. And then and I want to believe that when he gets, well, at USC, he's going to flip his whole niche of like, okay, I know here over here, you know what I mean, at Oklahoma, defensively I wasn't getting the job done. USC, you're getting that type of talent, you know what I'm saying? And then you look at the conference you're in, like, like you said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't feel like 
maybe I, you know watch them make a run here and there every you know every five six years. But just from a talent standpoint, is USC, and I expect them to dominate, like you said, like within the next you know three. Yeah, Oregon over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregon, yeah. Or, Oregon. Norman, Oregon normally retain it. Does you know Stan, Stanford you know, pick his head up every once in a while? Um, mm-hmm. uh, who else? Um, Arizona State. They not a, but they you know they kind of yeah they competitive. Yeah, they competitive every season. They, they, you know. they, they like a bottom tier twenty, yeah. uh, 20 to twenty five ranked team in the right. nation. Utah. Every so, so yeah, Utah yeah, and Utah. Yeah, they just won the Pac twelve. Right, but, but so, I, I definitely but uh, you know with him going over there and then you know. The, the type of coach he is and the, his ability to recruit, I definitely think he's going to be able to bring that talent. But I do also believe that some coaches are just stuck in their ways, and we got proof of that. You know, you look at a – and I know it's not necessarily college, but you look at a, uh, a Andy Reid. Defense has never been, you know, his strong suit per se. You know, I, I know he's been in instances where his defense has done enough to win, you know, so I give him that. But, you know, as far as, like, just focusing or hemming in on – you know, humming in on defense, that's never been one of his things. He's he's so caught up in the yeah, offensive yeah. side of the ball that, you know, sometimes he made negate or kind of just lead that to, you know, the people he put in charge for that. And I, I'm not going to say Lincoln is going to continue that, but I think that's what's been his problem so far as far as just that side of the ball. You know what I mean? So, I mean, hopefully he does change it when he gets to. He's uh, not going to change that, but USC going to be in the Pac-12. Could be yeah, next year I, or I, potentially year I, after. I do have a question, though. Do y'all think he ran from the SEC? Yes. Oh, I, I mean, because I, I did hear that, but I don't. I think <laughs> I'm he just did. saying. Do y'all think so? I don't. I know think it's. I think it's too. I think it's. I think it's like. It I was think it's a better fit. It was do. a good fit for USC to go, him to go to USC. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that I LSU, feel, bro, that offense if, get if you track. get, if you, <laughs> yeah, he trust He was gonna run into a situation where he putting up 14 a game. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I, I can't. When you good. When you great at something, you find a way. Like, and you you able to like either dominate or compete at a high level on that side of the ball. But when you take into account you bringing your school to the SEC and then having to compete with a Nick Saban, mm-hmm. you know, every year, like, do you really want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's tough. Because now look at all these programs that. For the most part, consistently are at the top of the game year in year out, and you got to compete with that every year to get a chance to play. Because at Oklahoma, you ain't playing for no fucking bowl game; you playing to go to the national championship. That's that's the that's the. You still got to play Nick Saban. That's what I'm. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, no, that, that's the point I'm making. One time versus playing Nick Saban in yeah, Kirby Smart yeah, same like, year essentially. I, I would rather have my route to where I. I'm not gonna say guaranteed, but I'd rather have a chance to where. Me as a coach, I, I know. See one of them one time. Yeah, like I know I'm at the top of the conference as far as team talent, my ability to play for a national championship, as opposed to like. And I understand the whole competitive side of it, but you is it's bigger than just a, a coach's competitiveness when it comes to professional organized sports. It's a lot of shit that factors into that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you got to look at it from the standpoint of your ability to win, not just oh, let me take this plastic bottle and turn it into diamonds, like. It ain't always the route to go because then you go deeper in a hole than you do mm-hmm. succeeding when you try to do shit like that. So, you know what I mean? Like, to stay at Oklahoma, if you know, if they were to stay in the Big 12, your chances of being able to compete for a national championship are way better than having to fight Georgia, LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss, Auburn, Florida, uh, fucking, but Tennessee when they had a little, A&M, you know, A&M, A&M. you know, I said Jimbo Fisher doing his thing over there, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
He gonna be successful at USC. Yeah, so, I definitely I agree with y'all, man. Uh, I think I don't think he necessarily pitch, ran from the yeah. challenge, but he, yeah, he just ran. took the overall better job. Yeah. Like if somebody came and said, "Hey, you can work at USC or Oklahoma," I'm going to USC. Sure. Like nothing, it's nothing in Oklahoma. Like, like, what will you be doing in Oklahoma if all yeah, things yeah. are equal? You're going to Texas. Like, you going to California. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, and even not even just that. California. Like, the prestige and the and the program itself, like, the boosters, like, everything just yeah. is overall. Right. And, and, and that's not taking anything away from Oklahoma because Oklahoma is definitely, like, right. one of those programs that's like a blue blood program. Yeah, but, especially historically. But it's, so. it's like, I I, told, I tell my buddy Josh in Detroit all the time, it's levels to prestige. Like, even if you a five-star program, it's levels to this. And Notre Dame and Michigan and Ohio State, they on a different level than Alabama. It's like, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? As far as prestige is going, even though you a five-star program, you know, that, I mean, I went. What you said? They 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 more pristine than Alabama. Uh, historically, I, I'm gonna say historically because even though in recent modern day history, no. Oklahoma, I mean Alabama I is the most a, titles. No, Alabama does have like a ton of like between Paul Bryan and, That's and Nick Saban, they have a ton of championships. But I'm dating back to like. Beyond when time. football was invented, like, like <laughs> does the biggest, like, oh, 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 so, so, I mean, as great as Alabama is, is Auburn Alabama rivalry bigger than Ohio State Michigan? No, no not, because not, not those no. two teams just have a big. They have a that's, longer that's, that's, that's history. Not, but that's not fair to use that as a comparison against Alabama when you're using two I, teams I, to compare. I wasn't. I, I, like you said, I, said, Ohio I State wasn't and taking Michigan. anything. Where, like, they are five-star, no doubt. But I was just saying it's levels. Just like I disagree, man. It's superstar. I don't want to deter said, away from the my nah, overall nah, point nah, when we were previously nah. discussing. Nah, we yeah. can get back to this. Nah, don't worry. Nah, yeah, but it was about Lincoln Riley and the success he'll have. I think you know, we can agree that USC is just a better overall job. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. If it's What's up? Right. So, I, I don't I, – I think it's, it was a smart move because I think Lincoln Riley, although he is a great football coach, um, it's levels to coaching. Like, Jimbo Fisher is a great coach. Thanks. He's a national champion. But he's not better than Nick Saban. He, he's not at a, in a better situation than Kirby Smart. So, he's – Kind of dangling in the middle of like that ten to fifteen range in the in the top twenty five every year. They gonna win about eight to ten games, be competitive, be ranked, <laughs> and never go anywhere. And you'll have your anomalies throughout the years, like your LSU's with old Ed Ogeron. If you got the number one overall quarterback in Joe Burrow, yeah, sure. Or you'll kind of dangle in the middle of. I can't really recall any, anyone in the SEC in previous years because it's normally uh, Alabama, and they never have a, a number one overall pick at quarterback. No. But um, you have your anomalies every so often. So I definitely think it was smart for Lincoln Riley to uh, tag along the uh, USC and actually have a chance to compete in the playoff mm-hmm. opposed to going to the SEC and being a great coach in a uh, – Kind of like in the middle of the pack, because yeah, he's gonna be in the middle of the pack. in the middle of the pack every year. As good as he is, I no disrespect to Lincoln Riley. He would have been middle of the pack, and I don't have any idea where Texas would be. 
Um, but yeah, that'd be a, uh, I want to get top August. three. That'd be top three behind uh, Georgia, Florida. Who? Who? Texas. I think so. Who the head coach? But I don't know what exactly which. <laughs> I don't know which side of the SEC and, and the they, team didn't is they divide already. Yeah, I think they're going yeah, to the east. Uh, yeah, Texas going to the east and uh, Oklahoma going to the west. Yeah. So so that means Texas would be in the same as side Georgia, as Georgia. Georgia, Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. Kentucky. Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. You said, uh, no, no. So they're not going to be better than Kentucky. They're not going to be better than. Who, uh, Texas? Yeah. No. In the SEC? They got no. the right coach. Well, well, if, you base it, if we basing this on the past three years, no. We don't even because know. Because for some odd for reason, huh? Oh, Bob Stoops. I mean, uh, Bob Stoops is the not Bob Stoops. Uh, it's the other Stoops. <laughs> no, nah, Kentucky, Kentucky got Mark Stoops. <laughs> I said for Texas, who got oh. who the head coach for Texas? Uh, who is the head coach right now? The, the young, is there the young dude? The uh, what's his name? The young guy, uh, white guy. What's his fucking name? Um, cause they had like a whole little special on him and shit on uh. Cause after they fired Todd Herman, yeah. I really don't know who they hired. That, that's yeah, a see. that's a abomination it all on, on, on their behalf. Is, man. I don't care who it is. He's not prominent. No, nah. cause if he was. I know. know his name. I know. Trust me. Oh, it's uh, Sarkeesian. Steve. Oh, right. Oh, wait, yeah, Shoulder. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not saying much. Anyway. Yeah, we, we, seen, uh, we seen his history. I've, we I've seen, seen his history. Can do. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Under Kentucky. We can argue that a different time, but yeah. uh, if you base, we base it on the past three years, Kentucky is normally undefeated until they get to that uh, big boy. And uh, they'll they'll kind of fold against the LSU. I think they beat Florida this year. Yeah, this year. But um, Kentucky has shown me that they probably like you know on the cusp. They just need a little bit more talent to kind of p- compete with the big yeah, dogs. It's gonna be hard. Or get that elusive quarterback that just <coughs> all of a sudden say, "Hey, I'm going to Kentucky." And then maybe they'll do something one year. This is gonna be hard, man. But that, until then, yeah, they're they gonna be middle every, of the pack. Every recruiting pool is, is hell. Just like Texas. Yeah, then you a basketball. You you you're more of a, a basketball program than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just from certain mindsets, people not like, oh yeah, let me go to Kentucky to, you know, play right. football like this. But let me segue into something else that we were discussing about the uh, college football playoff. As we know, Alabama law. I mean, Alabama won and Georgia lost. So that's a uh, Number one rank team for the bulk of the entire season losing against a top four school. And um, that pretty much ensures that two teams are going to get in the college football playoff because there's no earthly way that the college football committee would boot Georgia out of the top four. If they did, it would be unprecedented. But I think we all can kind of come to a consensus that they won't do that. No, so that leaves another power five school out of the mix. And we know that the the um the board had met earlier about expansion and didn't come to agreement on expansion to eight teams, I believe. They definitely gonna do it now. So I know for a fact that they will kind of reconvene now about that. Yeah, they are. Since for like I think twice in the college football playoff era, this will be happening again. So um that means teams like Ole Miss. Would be in if we were eight. So you that gonna have teams three like, to four SEC schools in the, in the playoffs. Uh, I think that overall, as a like a general consensus, I think everybody would be satisfied as long as all five power team conferences uh-huh. champions at least get in. Yeah. So you I agree. 
No, you gonna have no, Utah. You gonna I, have Utah represent. I agree and I, I disagree. I don't care. No, you can't do that then. I, I mean, look, you can't if do that. Utah gets I mean, if Utah in, go eleven and one, it. then yeah. Yeah, but Utah then. I don't, they beat, I don't care. They beat Oregon twice. Look, no. I don't care if the champion from it's Oregon fall for these choking. conferences have two to three losses. I just believe no. that all because you got you got commissioners of these major conferences like the Pac twelve, the Big East. Over the past few years, like this is gonna be the first time in the college football playoff system that the Big East made it in. Uh, you got the Pac-12 who don't stand a, a snowball chance. You got the ACC <laughs> who don't stand a snowball chance. Other uh, if if Clemson don't in hell, uh, have a great year. Uh, so you got all these power conferences, and you and this year we're gonna have the SEC, the Big East who barely got in, and the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten has proven to probably be the second best conference in college football. No so doubt. definitely, we're gonna get a team in. Yeah. So absolutely. then you got these other three school, other three conferences, who when they all convene, you got these these big wigs in a in a room together, and you got three people looking around like, hey, <laughs> tell what's them going on here? Tell them Why they can't get in the playoff? Tell them step that game up. So look, I think as long. As you get the Power Five team conference champion in, and three at large bids, I don't care who those be. Nah, I, don't don't three, I don't care if the I don't care if the three at large bids are three SEC schools. You, it, it, I don't care. Most likely, they would be. be it would be that. I, I don't care, but I think it would solve the general consensus <laughs> no, it problem. No, like, it won't. It would be it's always like, going to be a problem. Well, see, it's the, the, okay, so be some. The, and I, I agree with both of y'all. <laughs> That's my thing. I agree that the 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 acceptance of having every conference be a part of the playoff that would appease people. But I also agree with Josh. There will be something to complain about. Cause say, take for instance, you say, okay, I don't care if say the the three at large bids are all SEC schools. Okay, okay, you okay, and I agree with you. I I, I mean, and I'm not saying it to be. Cause I'm, I like the SEC, but I'm being honest. Like I wouldn't care if all three came from the Big Twelve or whatever. I wouldn't care, but I still feel like, say, if a if a situation like that arises, especially with a SEC conference, people are going to complain because it's one is the SEC, and they already have this stigma of the collegiate system favors them based because of the the talent pool, the notoriety of the teams. And the dominance in which all teams play with year in, year out. Because when you look at, from their standpoint, when you look at that conference and see how, like, it seemed like every other Saturday some team go down that was on top just two weeks ago. Whereas you don't really get a whole lot of that in other conferences from, you know, a certain standpoint. So the, the one number one team throughout this whole season was the SEC school. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, and so, so yeah, like, okay, cool. These teams get a chance to represent because they won their conference, whether it be the championship game or they just had the better record, whatever the case may be. And then you got, uh, based on rate uh, rankings and, you know, when they take into account, you know, your resume and shit like that, let's say all three teams are SEC school. Now it's going to be a sense of, like, okay, y'all allowing too many SEC, to, uh, SEC schools to be able to compete for a – National championship, so it's still gonna be wrong to complain about. Yeah, come, come on in, brother. So what if the top team? Can y'all hear me? 
Yeah. All right. What of that top ten? Let's just say it was an SEC school that was at that top spot. What if since let's just say if it was a what's the power power ACC they in the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just say that it was they had a number one team. What if that person that number one spot had some type of say so in how many teams can be allowed to get in that whatever y'all are talking about? So since if if the SEC at the top, that mean more SEC they have schools, more power, and more influence. Yeah, okay. and then like if it was USC, what what conference they in? Big Twelve. I don't hey, fucking know. Pac Twelve. What if they was in the top spot? Then Pac-12 would have more, I guess, bids or whatever to get have more people in their playoffs, so there wouldn't be an argument. Like, I don't know. I'm just that's just an idea coming from a nigga that don't watch I mean, <laughs> college football. Now I, I, I get what you're saying. I think it is still falling to what I was saying. Like, if and I know it comes off as I'm saying like the SEC is the better <laughs> conference, but I do think problems like this have this problem has a has risen based on the SEC alone. This hasn't happened anywhere else. This has been two occasions, SEC. And the SEC has been the root of said problem as far as we feel like the system is not fair enough to give every conference an opportunity to actually play because if the way they're doing it, it's easy to, you know, pick unless, you know, the other conferences far out dominate in their conference. It's easy if I got three teams that got one or two losses and I got an SEC school that was ranked amongst the top two, top three the whole entire season. And they just so happened to lose to another team that just ranked as high as them. Well, the the committee ain't finna knock them back for that because it's an SEC team that you lost to. They were ranked just as high as you, if not higher. Sometimes it's not even, it's the opposite. You could be ranked number two or three or four, and let's say you, you lose to Alabama who's a number one. It's instances where they won't even knock you back at all because they take into account who you play for. So you'll still get a situation where you got an SEC school dominating that position. So then think about it. Like now I'm giving the SEC more opportunity. And I'm not saying this will happen, but this is what people will say. You're giving the SEC, SEC more opportunity to bring their conference into the national, you know, the national picture. And get more opportunity because it should. You, if they, you think it about it happen. too, it's from a financial standpoint. It's gonna happen. That's you you when you play when you play for these bowl games when you play for the national championships stuff like that. That is a my bad. That is an incentive to your conference as well. When these when these teams win like uh, national championships, when they win these bowl games, when they win you know out of the big games and stuff like that, they get money sent back to not only their program but to the conference too. So you know you got to look at it from that standpoint like. <clears throat> Each conference's job or goal is not only to compete at a high level, but to maintain a conference and right and to be lucrative while doing it. But so, um, I think y'all guys make a valid point, especially you, uh, Malik, about the SEC and its dominance. But I think you guys are kind of overthinking it because, um, I think that. As long as the Power Five conferences get a team in, that alleviates the beef, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I, I I definitely agree that, like for the sake of argument, if three SEC teams, let's just hypothetically say that three SEC teams did get all the at large bids, um, I think that would probably kind of feed more into your point. But if you kind of look at college football in a bigger perspective, kind of think about back to like when Boise was going undefeated. 
if we was at eight teams, boys would have been had a shot to kind of compete, but they never did. You know but, why? You, <coughs> they they choke against Nevada. Right, but I mean that and was it, just that one instance. But they the had problem. years before that. That's the they issue. They were going undefeated, but never, the but issue. never could never go uh, go as high as six so, no, no, or so, five. So, so, or, they didn't true. because but this, the this, old this is the issue. System. This is true. the issue. That's true. And we're not telling. Teams are choking. The point blank period. Oregon had that. Oregon had led their destiny. They lost to Stanford. They still gave them a chance. They turned around, and lost to Utah. <laughs> Then turn around, and lost to him again. No, that's the problem. But you were still with the 18 playoff, even if like how like okay. the, the ACC. I think the ACC championship game is against Pittsburgh. Again. Pitt and Wake Forest. Yeah. Well, right. But as long as you get one of those teams in, at least the commissioner of the ACC can, cannot say You just too low. You just but in the eighteen playoff, they would not be in. You would put, you would have Baylor, you, you had Notre Dame, you had Cincy, you had Ole Miss, you would have Alabama. You, they but, would but not Josh, get in. I, okay, I, I'm saying like I'm hypothetically speaking on like if if we went to eight teams, not saying that they would pick the eight best teams in college. I'm I'm speaking on as as if they would give. All five power right. teams. You talking like uh, uh, NFL uh, a bid? So you want like and the NFL? Three at large teams. So you want like the NFL? With like I mean, three I'm wild thinking. Cards. I mean, well, so, so even, so even the basketball, think? even the basketball side, like that's how they do pretty much. Because I mean, is Matt, Mars Madness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like if you if you pretty much win your conference championship. Yeah, because like, like right, you, you like Mark Madden, but like in college basketball, you would automatically get in the tournament. That's what period, I'm saying. As long as you won your, it's like, like thirty six yeah. like at the swag, like it, like if you win the swag championship yeah. in college, I'm, I'm just saying like you automatically get in the like, national NCAA tournament just because you won I, your. Conference I, I championship. feel you on that, but typically who wins it? It's supposed to be the best team, right? So Josh, a lot let's of people like clothes. No, let's, let's hypothetically <laughs> say if you're correct. And the in the eighteen playoff turns into the eight best teams. Mm-hmm. We can end up with eight SEC teams or something. No, no, no. Like, what you gonna have? Or you gonna six have, or five? You gonna have? No, it's, it's, like, you no, have a like bunch this of year right now, you gonna have? You gonna have a bunch of yeah? You but have, it wouldn't no, but, but no, 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 no. Why okay, ho, ho, ho. no, no. Shouldn't be in it. No, no. no, no he's saying he's saying if you win your conference championship as a Power Five. Uh, school and then you know you fed in everything too like your rank and stuff like that because normally if you if you normally win, if you win your yeah you up the, you, you, be you, in you the up, top twenty five yeah. right so what he's saying is <laughs> give them a chance to actually play in, in the tournament but this is what so, I'm saying so, so if you and then so you gonna, hold on, hold on you got so you gonna say a team that's we just said the ACC had Pittsburgh who's ranked I think twelve. And Wake Forest is 15. Right. So you should put them in the top eight. Yes, automatically. Like, Josh, let's say for the sake of argument, if one of those uh, conference championship winners have to go against a bottom-tier SEC school like Ole Miss. Like, let's say if if, if we factor in the 18 playoff right now, I think the three at-large bids would probably be Notre Dame, um, maybe Ole Miss, and maybe Ohio State. Let's just hypothetically say that, like, which, which all have like about two losses. Or and and yeah, they say in this case, Notre Dame has one loss. I, I would so they'll automatically be like, what was that? Would be the bottom five. They'd be the six seed. You could throw uh, what's calling it too, uh, Baylor. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, maybe. did Baylor win? Yeah, Baylor, they won. Yeah. So if they won a championship, they would automatically be in the top five. Sure. So I don't have to pack okay, the Baylor. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's I'm, just say I mean, all uh, power five teams won, yeah. and your three at large bids are 
are uh, Ole Miss, um, Ohio State, and, and probably Notre Dame because Notre Dame probably has the best record mm. out of all those yeah, teams, yeah, and they yeah. probably deserve to be in anyway. So, in that case, all I, I wouldn't see any anywhere that anybody could complain because Ole Miss could go against maybe in the first round. Maybe uh Michigan, Ohio, if they were seated two versus seven, y'all would have your opportunity to say like, "Hey, if he's all in," and y'all would have but the you opportunity. Gonna have, to now you gonna have, now you gonna but have Oklahoma here, State mad. Right here's the thing, though. I so. mean, but, 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 but let's just say Oklahoma, but Oklahoma State lost. They, they played in the Big Twelve, though. But I mean, they, but they, they lost in the championship. championship. But they so, played in the championship. Though. Here's the thing, though. So you, you don't have Georgia just lost, though. Who? Then Georgia just lost. So but they'll what? be automatically kicked. They'll be automatically kicked down to oh, five, right, right. six. Right, right. Oh, okay. And then, so who would? Who would? Now you're would gonna have another in. argument. But once you get into the arguments of the two lost teams, you really can't argue. Like that's really getting dicey. Like if you got two losses, you don't really should. You shouldn't have an argument yeah, about nothing. You're right. Really. Should be but so, so you're gonna subjective. have. So you're gonna have. <laughs> You gonna have Georgia saying they should still be playing. You gonna have <laughs> like, like, but in this say in this case, Georgia would probably definitely still be playing. They would probably be seven. Notre Dame would definitely stick in that six spot because they have they have that unblemished record other than Cincinnati. So it would so be so it'll be it'll who, be who be who was BYU? What what conference are they in? They are the uh coming. Here's the list right here now. So Georgia's got to be kicked So you got you got to find the next best. Okay, so if we go by based on this. Ole Miss would be in. Ole Miss won't be in because Georgia would take their spot because they're not the SEC champion. But they right. just lost today. Who? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Right. Okay. So, Baylor another, going, that's so let's just say argument. the top five is Alabama, Michigan, who is the big team. Cincinnati. Big and then it would have to be Baylor. It will be uh, the winner yeah, of the ACC. The winner of the uh, Pac-12 would be in. So which Utah, was Taylor, Utah, Utah, and then you have the winner of the uh, Big East, who's in, and which is Cincinnati. Those are the top five. So based on this ranking, the at-large bids will be uh, Georgia, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, and Ohio State, and Ohio State. So, but 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 once you get down to those bottom three. You're subjective to things like strength of schedule. Right. You're subjective to things like who you lost to. Like, that's when things get dicey. So then you can easily definitively say, like, who's the better team in there. Like, I would say Ole Miss or, or, or like, who Ole Miss lose to? Uh, uh, A&M and Alabama. Auburn, I, Auburn, I wouldn't Alabama. be. Auburn, Alabama. I wouldn't be upset. If, if Ole Miss got that bid over Ohio State, like, and like, that's when you start getting dicey. Like, I'm so, gonna be, so a, I would definitely me. make sure that Georgia and Notre Dame gets those two spots. But then, once you get to that eight spot, then you can get the arguing about strength of scheduling, yeah. bringing in those other like third level. You gonna uh, have see, I, I yeah, actually that sound problem. like too much going on. I actually, yeah. I actually, but but you can't because like, look at who who's Utah. Like somebody got to go play Utah, right? Right, I mean that's that's a blowout. But but but, but hey, that's, that's on them. That's like if Utah draws Notre that, Dame or Georgia you, you, you in the now, first round, you now get to the point that the, the bowl, the, this, 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 you gonna make a major bowl yeah. game turn into a blowout. Like it's this, not gonna be fun no more. <laughs> yeah, this this my thing, and this this what I've been trying to say. <laughs> like they wouldn't, they wouldn't. I think Josh kind of like before you go Malik. 
I think they wouldn't make it. They would definitely probably make it a bowl game, but they wouldn't make it like one of those major bowls. Why would you not? It's the playoffs. So you tell me they wouldn't make that the Rose Bowl? Fifty-five to ten. You wouldn't. I think they would probably find a way to match it up, but I I don't think they would make. I think they would make it like the major bowl. If you did the when you get to the top four, top five. That's y'all saying. So if Utah, so basically Utah be in right now. So you telling me that if Utah play Ohio State in a Rose Bowl playoffs, what's the score gonna be? But they would do it four or five. So Utah would probably play, for the sake of argument, a Cincinnati. Are who you would probably stay in the fourth spot. But this this, this who, is my who, whole I mean, this, this uh, my whole thing. Like, like, say, Can you call that? Can you call that right now? Do, do you really want to see neutral, that? Do, do, like, do, so you want to see that as a Rose Bowl? That wouldn't be the Rose Bowl because they would automatically kind of find a way. That's a music singing bowl at best. <laughs> Either they would make those Like for the sake of argument They would make like 1-8-2-7 Like I think they would make those a lower But depending on the matchup They would give the bowl Is named according to who they playing But then once you get to the final four teams After their first round they would probably make it a bigger bowl. I don't even know who's left. They, to be, I think they to be would real, kind of have to find a creative way to do that. To be, but I don't think they would make some kind of crazy big bowl between two slow they'll, teams. They'll, they'll probably I hope they win. They'll probably they, they'll probably either what they'll do is those games that get played when you see the like one versus eight, two versus seven. They probably wouldn't even necessarily be bowl games. They'll probably still get those. Lower bowl games or you know bowl games kind of closer. Games. Yeah, they'll yeah, keep something, they'll but they wouldn't make it the major name. Yeah, but I said they'll keep the bowls gonna start losing money. No, nah, but they'll, no, 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 but no, no. keep the bowls in in place. But like when we, probably when you get to that final four, like they do. Yeah, that's, now that's what I was gonna say. Like the, uh, they wouldn't four. change the final four as far as the bowl games, like the pristine ones. But I'm saying like the matchups between one and eight wouldn't necessarily be bowl games. Those would be they'll be just more so a play in tournament. Right itself. or something like that, and the other, the every other, all the other bowl games to stay where they were, stay where they are. So if you got six wins or better, you're a bowl eligible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not Josh. But hold, 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 okay, okay, I, I want to say this too. Huh? Like <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing about the expansion is this: you're pretty much saying because I can't dunk on a ten feet goal, I want you to lower it to nine or eight. I disagree <laughs> with that, and the reason being is because. For one, I, I low-key had a problem when they switched to this whole uh, playoff system originally before yeah. it was. and One and two. Yeah, they, like. They, they, cop, they uh, got tired of saying SEC versus yeah, and, Big Ten. And, and it's because. Well, and SEC versus SEC. SEC. Yeah. And they, it's, it's <laughs> always the Ever SEC. The LSU Bama. When they oh, made it, I said, I said that's the reason why. Yeah. Guess what happened? It's still happening. It's like still happening. Like, they you, do just, it again. you can't deny. You can't, you, can't, you can't deny certain things from happening. It's just going to pan out that way because of how things are. But I just don't agree with passive, you know what I'm saying, pacifying like conferences and teams just because you didn't make it, it in a chance to play for a national championship. Like, like you gotta be real too, man. Like it's about it's about like I get it. You know, you come from a smaller school or you a school that don't get that opportunity every time because you always on the outside looking in. Say like a Boise State or some shit like that. Hey man, listen. <laughs> Life ain't fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, listen. Okay, the whole, hey, tell hey, me hey, that game. Yeah, like, listen, it, like, I can't exactly. Step like, your game either up. leave that conference and go somewhere where you compete. You know, start, you know, compete with better. You know what I'm saying? Can or, I, but can I? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm toss it right back to you so you can continue. So, and, and that's why I keep arguing for this 18 playoff because I still feel like all things will be solved. Like, this is hypothetically say. If you if the eighteen playoff does stick by like or does go by like the all five power teams get their conference champion in, in a year, 
to where Boise State runs the table, they would get an at-large bid probably more so than over a two-loss SEC school or something like that. Like, there would be an opportunity for one of these bottom-tier teams to actually make their case. Because in normal years, they will never – Elope over six or five because they're not consistent. That's right, why. But, but in the 18 playoff, you would give a undefeated, a power five school or a major FBS so, school. So do you think win. Cincinnati gonna see, be consistent? Where they at now? No, but, in three but, years. But in three in a power years. Five no. Conference. Yeah, but that's okay. how I actually ask you. But, do you think Cincinnati no. from three years from now? Do you think they'll be still? Even close to the same level, or they're gonna fall off. They're gonna flatline out but, of this. Hey, this look, is so let's just say Cincinnati falls off a bit after this. I think if they are are a one or two lost teams and they win the Big East again next year, they should still have the opportunity to, okay. to compete for the next championship. Man, I, but I've seen I've seen Cincinnati this peak before, and then they fall right off a cliff, and you know what I'm saying like so. But I mean, like even still, like you're to me, to me personally, you're just prolonging the. The, the final outcome where you gonna because let, let's let's be real like if you do get a team that because they won their conference they fall in that number four or five spot and let's just say they eventually had to play or let let's just say for I'm just, I, and I'm I'm not speaking on the exact rankings of this year I'm just gonna throw a hypothetical out there let's just say we got a, a, a um I don't know we'll we'll just take Cincinnati just say we got Cincinnati number two seed and we'll say somehow Ohio State gets number seven. <laughs> And <laughs> and they only had like one loss or two losses, and because of, you know the season is in the second round of yeah. the playoffs. And now you pretty much negate. I mean, you pretty much prolong what Ohio State was capable of doing anyway, which is competing for a national championship. So why am I prolonging <laughs> the inevitable? Yeah, the inevitable. Like, hey. why am I doing this? Like, nobody is going to sit here and root for. Money. It's like you know, what I'm saying it's not gonna happen, and I get it. I get the I get the whole lucrative part of it. Like, and I was gonna say that earlier. Like, if I'm a if I'm a fan of a, a small school, or if I'm one of those college football fans where I'm tired of seeing the same pristine, you know, schools win year in year out. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, people want people say they want that shit. They don't want that shit. They they, <laughs> they want to see not. Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, like all these big time schools duke it out see. every yeah, fucking year. Yeah, I want to see NFL yeah, talent compete every all year. I do long. not want to see fucking Wake Forest <laughs> no. playing goddamn Notre Dame no. just to see them lose sixty five right. to three. No. Like don't I don't want to see it. I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm turning it off after the first quarter, bro. I absolutely disagree. I absolutely positively agree with every. Thing you just said, one hundred percent. It sound good by I doing have that, no that championship, but <laughs> five miss, and to to, to start having you be like, oh man, we got why why are we doing, we doing it? Five years from now, they gonna knock that shit back to three teams, <laughs> and, and okay. they gonna turn around and say, the one seed ain't gonna play at all, and the winner between two and three gonna play number one. That's how it's gonna end up. But look. I have, no, hey, I have no disagreements. You're not going to see that, man. No, nah, I'm man. not going to say I don't want to see it because at the end of the day, I, I want to see great college football. So if you I know you want to see Ohio State me, that motherfucker every year. And I, w- I would hate you can to tell see. tell me that, uh, that Cincinnati, who's been fighting so long to get recognized, end up as the two spot, hypothetically to your point, and they go, get, or go up against a two loss Ohio State this year. I would love to 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 see that game. Yeah, because well, be even though, but I wasn't basing it. I, I wasn't necessarily going year. to the. 
I mean, yeah, right. But I wasn't necessarily going to the game thinking either or. Because I mean, even though you, I mean, you know the inevitable is happening, <laughs> I would say that if I, can, if I could go into a situation and say, a I scratched everybody back and I still came out with the same result and nobody has mm-hmm. anything to say to me, I'm happy. Because... I mean, you could, I could, I can go devil advocate and put your team in that exact same situation. I could say if Ole Miss feels like they've had a great year and they squeak into that A spot and have to go against a Michigan in the first round, eight versus one. We'll let's take just say, I take, take you take that, yeah. and you'll say let the chips fall where they may. Exactly. And, and, and if Ole Miss beats. Michigan, that's on Michigan. That's I don't on Michigan. As a fan, I'm disappointed in Michigan. And as a as an Ole Miss fan, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy, happy as hell. I'm happy, and then guess what? The better team won that day, and that's right, an exactly. indictment on the Big Ten champion. Exactly. I ain't going into the game saying, oh, man, this system is effed up. Because guess what? I've already scratched everybody back. Everybody's Power Five conferences I, got th- in. That game is good. Look, but you, then, then you, you turn around and say, hey, but, so do you want to see Notre Dame play Alabama? I mean, no, no, I would watch. I would watch that. But I mean, but, but I know no, what's gonna happen. But, but Josh, but as you continue to progress That's throughout different. the tournament, it right. gets better and better because oh, like just 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 go back to if Ole Miss beats the uh, Big Ten champion if they were at the A spot, then Ole Miss gets to go against so, somebody else in another the SEC school. Another SEC school, <laughs> right? But but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hey. Winner takes out because we know even though Ole Miss defense is a little suspect, they they could possibly win that game right. if it's like if you playing with extra motivation, yeah. it's for a title. So I I, did. I, I, I feel like for sure yeah, I'm gonna let y'all uh, you know elaborate. I feel like as long as you scratch everybody's back, you still have to let the chips fall where they may. That's true. And then also those teams who never got that opportunity you gave them a chance. Would you still give giving yeah. them a chance? So. I think everybody bats get scratched, and at the end of the day, the best team will end up winning at the end of the day. Whether it's number what where will Alabama go after this? Probably one or probably three. I don't I don't care. As long as yeah. the, all the best teams make it in and you get the five best power five team, like you can't argue at any at any corner. Like I think the eight team would probably be it. Like, hey, yeah. everybody gets in. If if three SEC schools, if it's two Big Ten schools and one SEC school at the at large base, I don't care who it is. If they get in, they earn the right to be there, and and they give themselves a chance to compete for a national championship. I'm pretty sure you would like Ole Miss right now to have the opportunity to compete for a national championship, and they are they nah, have two they losses. Like yeah, I, yeah, I mean, they keep folding. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I that. just, but, 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 I'm pretty sure you would like their chances oh, yeah, against yeah, a Pac-12 course. champion or against a Big Ten champion, or, but I mean, no, I don't know, I, like, I mean, Big I Ten know. is on a different level, but, but you would still like your chances coming from I mean, the. I mean, you like your you chances, from. but they choke. Stop choking. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Point period. Stop choking. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I, I still feel like you know, at the end of the day, like sometimes you do get in a situation where, you know, more times than not. The better team is supposed to win, like and but and I also get I also get that you got like instances where say like a like to me a, a old Miss versus you know say like a 
Who did y'all name? Ole Miss versus who? Uh, like, like, let's say, like, if Ole Miss Michigan. went against Michigan, like, if okay, Ole yeah, Miss yeah, yeah. eight and yeah. had to go against Michigan, okay, I would so. be dying to watch. Yeah, like game. that. That's those. Those are one of those matchups. So, like, that's why. And I, even though I was talking shit about it, like, I didn't necessarily disagree with your notion of allowing, like, if you win your conference championship, the ability to play. I, I guess I'm speaking from a space of it's a waste of time <laughs> to me. And I ain't trying to be funny. Like, I just feel like. <laughs> I, I I truly feel like at what point like you mentioned scratching scratching everybody's back, but I feel like at one point at what point do you stop scratching people's back? Because you've been doing this since college football started. Like there's always been different systems, like where you know what I'm saying to the where you know when it originally started, like hell, it was the same three four teams, you know that was only capable of even playing <clears throat> for a national championship, and everybody else was just playing college football at that point. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the you, when you come in with the BCS system and shit like that and, you know, this computer saying, well, based on your strength of schedule, based on who you play, who you lost to, you know, how many wins you got, you know, did you play in a conference championship, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, well, this is how we rank you. Well, everybody had a problem back, problem with that. Let's scratch their back again. Guess what, y'all? We finna open up this four-team four playoff system. That way, we give almost – all the conference champions, <laughs> all the conference champions, or you know, people that are ranked high, you know, a, a chance to compete for a championship. People still complain. Well, guess what? Now, if we open up to this eight, this eighteen, I, history, and I get it. it on, in a perfect world, that should be it. Hey, here go y'all eight, one through eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five. Y'all duke it out. All this talk about who better. Go ahead, go ahead. I just still feel like it's a waste of time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just because the better teams, especially like if you, if you get, if you get each conference at that apex as far as like who represents that team for the, for the, for the, uh, you know, for their conference, those are typically your better teams. Like your SEC, your Big Ten, uh, you could throw the Big 12 in there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If the Pac 10 on that shit, you can throw them in there. Like, so you're going to still have like the cream of the crop. I, and I feel like, I and look to your point. If I do agree, but I think it would be it would be so great because, like, because it's too still, because, because I think we even though we kind of dumbing it down to like if we like we we hypothetically thinking that the SEC has the we have the the jump on those three at large bids if it kind of goes depends. to how we think. But I don't think that's the I, case. I don't. I would because say like to I your old that. system. That BCS system is flawed because it is. It it pretty much determines like like it preseason ranking is probably going to determine where you're going to end up. Because if if I start in a preseason number one and I don't lose, I'm going to play for the national championship. Like it's nothing anybody else can do. Yeah. You know, to jump if in the why you rank number one in preseason because something but, you did but, the previous year and what but else? If the, but if the top if and the, what else? And like they, I found, got recruits. But they, but they have, but they, but they have, but they had, they, they do factor in. Say if the top three teams are undefeated, they, they still will factor. Say if the, if the, the number one team when they factor like strength of scales or all that kind of stuff. I have seen instances where like they'll fall a slot below based on like well the other team had better wins, more dominant wins, played in a stronger conference, they beat more ranked teams. So. Yeah. Just because you go undefeated, starting off at a certain rank, don't mean you gonna necessarily stay there at the end. Of, like it, it depends on who you are. Like if an Alabama go undefeated, hell yeah, they ain't moving. Like nah, ain't moving. you know what I'm saying. But if a <laughs> say if a 
and this is this is really just far left field, but let's just say, for instance, a Boise State was number one for whatever odd reason, <laughs> and then you got an Ohio State and a fucking uh, Oregon. Nine times out of ten, Boise State, because of who Ohio State and Oregon had to play to stay undefeated, because nine times out of ten, they had to play way more ranked teams. Boise State probably ain't going to see one ranked team unless the first game of the season they, they play. So, you know what I'm saying? And like the old system. Yeah, and, right. and I agree. It's flawed. No, I, and I'm definitely not disagreeing with that. And I'm really not even disagreeing with your whole eighteen thing. I just think that because you, I think you still got to take into account too. What are you gonna say about the teams that's ranked that playing in smaller conferences that still technically have a chance to compete for a national championship? Went undefeated, but they're not in a big conference like a MEAC or something like that. You gonna deny them a chance to play just because of? Yeah, Ohio? But they wouldn't be denied. So I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like, okay, because you said on the top five. Yeah, because you no, got no. your power five team. Because you, but just, right, you got but, one, but if we go back one to that Pacific year, un, that's undefeated. What's that? UTSA, whatever that uh, team uh, 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 They 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 undefeated. They was like one of the only ones that's undefeated. What's the name? Of the I can't team? think of the name of the team. Hey, John, For who now? They it's a team that's ranked that's I undefeated. Water, I, I open that one. But, but it's a team that's uh, undefeated well, in uh, college football. And I think they. Uh, they was only ranked the highest like twenty one. They, they are FBS school. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know what conference they in. It's like UT something. But look at that for my. But, but based the, on the that argument, something like that. Yeah, ain't the Sun Belt FBS school? So I mean, if I if I but, go but, in the field, right. but let me let me go back because, and if if we had the eighteen playoff, notwithstanding the year Boise lost to Nevada, Connor Kaepernick, Connor Kaepernick led. Right. Like I be exact, so I ain't gonna beat him up too much. But it was the field goal kicker for Boise who kind of blew three yeah. game winners. But none was standing. Years before that, Boise was always kind of undefeated. Yeah, they was always undefeated. Man, you and just had a conversation about Boise State like, all the time, right? <laughs> and they always got no higher than five right. or or you know a six. So, and if if it was an eighteen playoff, let's just say for the sake of argument, in those years. Easily, Boise State makes the college football playoff, but and but but like in those instances, those teams like that, and they, I think they were in the whack. They were in the Western yeah. Athletic, Athletic Athletic Conference. And, and, so and nobody undefeated. Uh, well, that team was lost then, right? So they I ended up losing. About, uh, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego State, State uh, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but to that point. I believe that Boise probably would would have made the college football playoff because it would have been no argument on them getting one of those at large bids. So again, the eighteen I mean, playoff satisfy all these. Like even for Notre Dame, but people Notre Dame up. has one loss, and uh, and it was just to undefeated Cincinnati in the Big East champion. Like right now, what's, what's Notre Dame's not getting in. Yeah, for sure. Want to know why? Because Georgia lost. Yeah. If Georgia didn't lose, Notre Dame was in. Yeah. Easy. But now we have a problem here. And Notre Dame is not getting in. So I don't care what angle y'all try to attack me, bro. But I mean, to, it okay. needs to be eight. Okay, and I'm regardless, not disagreeing. Regardless if they make the eight, the Power Five conferences, all get a bid or three hundred dollar bid, or they go the route of just saying, hey, we want yeah. the eight. Best teams in college football. I don't care what conference. Oh no. Either way. Oh no. Either way, I believe right. because even even on championship Saturday, people who play for a championship and when nobody else is playing automatically gets a leg up. 
in the in the eyes of the committee because committee factors in those variables like conference championships. Yeah. They factor in those things. They get to that first as their criteria, and then they go to strength of schedule. Yeah. Then they go right. to win loss, and then you know though, all those other variables. Right. So we, I we we're gonna give the last thought here to uh, Malik. Do you want it or you want to give it to Josh? What the the, uh, the last thought? Yeah, so I think at the end of the day, um, just keep it the way it is as far as the the playoff system. I mean, it's unfortunate that certain teams get you know overlooked because of certain circumstances, but you know, sometimes things fall where they may. Like you know, and, and I'm not gonna get too deep. I know we're wrapping up. I just want to say like a Notre Dame. How many losses did Notre Dame had this year? One. Exactly. How many losses Georgia had this year? One. I can't. I can't boost one team and negate another based on where they, you know, ranked it. So it still wouldn't be fair to a Georgia who was number one all year, and then to say, "Hey, well, you lost in the conference championship to Alabama," and <laughs> that's why you go to eight because you go to alleviate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, man. We we definitely we definitely appreciate y'all for. Uh, tuning in to you know tonight's podcast. If you uh, have any comments or you know questions or concerns as far as what we spoke about, if you disagree with anything or you agree, please leave a comment. Make sure to like, uh, subscribe, and share. Uh, shout out to uh, my boy Tapped In Reviews, aka Jones. It you know what I'm saying. Shout out to my boy Pimp Daddy Corn over there, leaning in the chair. You know, chilling like a villa. Uh, shout out to the whole panel. Um, you know, if everybody want to go around real quick and. Give out, you know, they social media handle, so you know what I'm saying? Y'all can oh, J Will sixty. Instagram. What? J Will sixty. That nigga said his J Will sixty. Nigga said his social security number. <laughs> most deaf, most deaf, man. Follow the kid, Haywood, man. Timothy Haywood just had sounds on Facebook. <laughs> Suave for underscore sure. Majico. That's smooth magic in Spanish for y'all who don't know. Uh, <laughs> hit the kid up on uh, Instagram, man. Snapchat as well. So, you know how we kicking it, man. The sports aficionado. That's my role. You know where we go. Oh man. Hey, uh, IG is at u t h o r um, underscore. Also, um, before or behind. Uh, underscore behind. Like in the front or the back. Uh, <laughs> the bottom. I'm saying though, is it in front of Uther or is it behind it? Because he. <laughs> <laughs> like is it is it is it at is it at underscore? No, brother. Or is it at listen to Uther? me, listen to me, brother. Is is at? <laughs> and why the hell is it Uther? I mean, because the, 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 the A, the A sign, the A sign is the A, bro. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, see, yo. I'm, I'm, oh, that shit. Goes, you know, hey, hey, Arthur. You know, the boys be just, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> that shit just go over niggas' head, bro. Hey, I understand. Brother, come on, y'all, get your life together. <laughs> hey, it would have been a better wordplay if you would have said, uh. Arthur with the at sound or something. Like, you know, man. Nah, nah, and not nah. at Uther. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, oh, man. Yeah. We're going to work on the wordplay, man. Yeah, but that's all we got for tonight, man. We oh, let me, swagged let me, out. Yeah, let me oh. shout out my, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, follow me at King, well, not at King Drastic, but you can look me up on Instagram, King Drastic, or at Drastic is Diesel. Uh, that's also my panhandle for Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook or, you know, send a request. Malik Drastic Nichols. And, yeah. We out. We out this thing, man. Go SEC.